0: You are listening to the Snowcross Podcast, presented by Amsoil.
1: What's up, guys? It's Haley, host of the Snowcross podcast presented by Amsoil. Today, we're talking to a couple of teammates from KC Motorsports, the Evans. I've got Evan Christian, current points leader for the sport division. The class has been too tough to tame in 2021. And I have his teammate for ProLite, who's new to the team this year, Evan Doubt. So we're talking Snowcross current events, a preview on Eagle River, some of their histories with the iconic venue. And we're going to close things up with a little fan Q&A as featured on our Instagram earlier this week. So hope you like it check it out guys let's uh let's get into this so uh we'll start with you Evan christian you know you've had two wins you're currently holding that points lead and you have found yourself back atop the RideX 365 sport power rankings. so are you the guy to beat heading into eagle river
2: you know i'm uh i'm just trying to keep level head you know coming off a win last weekend on a double podium so we're just trying to keep a level head and keep the confidence rolling up and uh yeah we're just trying to put it all together and um, put these next couple of weekends at Eagle River together and see what happens and hopefully come out on
1: top. Good deal. You've been super consistent with the podiums. Of course, it's paying off in dividends with that points lead. So looking forward to seeing what you can do. Evan Dow, you're one of our previous pro light winners this year in a class that's just been so chaotic. We've had so many winners, so much drama, and it's been really more exciting than ever to pay attention to this year. How are you feeling about your season? uh
0: i'm feeling really good other than a couple like little injuries and mishaps that i've had i feel faster and more comfortable on my sled than i have in a really long time and uh just to get that win again after a couple couple dry years is just super motivating so i don't know i I feel good i'd like to get on the box a couple more times here heading into eagle river so just to end the season and then summer it's so much so much of a better summer when you know you ended on a good note too
1: And how satisfying was it to get that win, not only after a few seasons of not having a win, but to come back from an injury? What was it? A a dislocated shoulder from a few weekends prior? Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah. Oh my gosh. It was amazing to finally, to get out of the box again. And then yeah, just after the shoulder, uh, I just needed to prove to myself, I think that I could do it again and to get that monkey off my back. And yeah, it was, I can't even begin to explain the feeling. It was unreal and, and just a huge win for for me and I think for the whole team. And, and yeah, just, I want to do it again so bad. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and now this is your first season with KC Motorsports. You're making the transition. You're still on a Polaris, so you don't have to deal with changing brands. And sometimes the hiccups that can come from that. How are you, how well have you adjusted with this team? It seems like you guys have hit things off really well right away
0: yeah no it's been amazing here everybody is everybody's so easy to get along with and they're all like my best friends after just one season too and I'd say the hardest part about being on the team would be trying to decide if people are talking to me or the other Evan when (laughs) they're trying to get get to us but uh I don't know it's it's been unreal just the the team atmosphere and everybody wants to win so bad and everybody is so committed to to the sport and to making sure everybody's having a good time too. And yeah, I have honestly nothing bad to say at all
1: that's awesome and i and i do have to admit i'm super embarrassed i walked in on friday in erx and i was i was looking for you evan down i had some questions for my notes and Uh you happened to be out like watching the track or something and i stepped in the trailer you know what i asked i said is evan around and Uh i can't even remember which which one of the mechanics turned around and said which one but he said it with such a graceful smile on his face and i meanwhile i just like wanted to go hide under a rock
0: (laughs) you are not the first one to do that
1: (laughs) oh gosh it's like it's like I, i I know you're both Evan but I just like yeah. So my my apologies there but uh it's it's good I guess to hear that I'm not the only one. Yeah,
0: <laughs> no, we need to come up with some nicknames that'll stick I think. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no kidding. <clears throat> well uh well Evan Christian, let me ask you this, you know, with with Evan Dow coming on the team this year, you know, you're you're pro light rider for the team. So what are some things you've learned from Evan in a you know i'll ask you to evan doubt afterwards you know the same thing what are some things you've learned from him but we'll start with you evan christian
2: oh man i can't i can't think of him enough because he like every time if i have a bad like bad heat race or a bad battle uh final he's always like hey it's all right like you'll get him next time you know you'll keep your head up and like you can't can't ask for anything more it's been really good and uh like, even as a practice track, we just go back and forth, pushing each other. And, you know, it's so much, it's so much fun because we're, you know, it's just, we're so competitive that we both want to win so bad that it's like, you can't, you can't ask for a better combination. So.
1: That's the truth. And that's really good to hear. What, uh, what about you, Evan Dow? What are some things that you've, you've learned from your teammate and some ways that maybe you guys have pushed each other?
0: Yeah, no, it's been, it's been awesome being able to practice together. Like,
1: honestly, looking back, I wish
0: we would have been able to practice more than we actually got to, but like with my injuries and his school and stuff, I feel like we didn't get to practice together as much as I wish we would have, but the times practicing together, it's just like, like he was saying about being able to push each other. And I don't know. I've just, just every time he goes out on the track, um, just trying to put in fast laps and he's super, super consistent. And like, even just last time we were in fertile practicing, he was going around the track and just showing me these different lines that he was taking. And I'm like, dude, I didn't even think of taking those lines. So just, I think it's so cool how it, like in sport, you, you got, you get a lot of riders that aren't super mature. And I definitely say Evan is one of the most mature riders in sport. And, uh, I can learn a ton from him just by watching him ride and, and all that. So, uh, and then just um every time he goes out, just his like like he was saying too, his desire to win and and there's no off days for Evan. And and he he help, he keeps me going just as much as I keep him going.
1: That's awesome. Now you, you had mentioned up in, in fertile practicing, is that where you guys practice all season long, or does KC have their own track?
2: Um, so I actually because well I just graduated high school last year, I would have my own track in town and then uh because of lack of snow this year i would go yeah either to fertile to my cousin logan's track and then uh, fertile or or aurora and every once in a while evan would come up and we do a lot of testing a lot of riding but mostly like in the years past i've mainly stayed in my hometown and i've rode pretty much every hour of the day it feels like but it's good and so yeah and i think evan goes to erx quite a bit and we've gone to aurora a lot this year which is good Mm -hmm. so something different break it up and new atmosphere, new landscape to look at, I guess.
1: Definitely. Variety is a good thing. And both, you know, both Aurora and ERX two vastly different styles of track. And, um, they've both been so awesome, especially this year. So it's cool to hear you've been mixing it up and, um, you mentioned Logan and as, as his cousin, I want to ask you, how's Logan doing? Have you talked to him?
2: Uh, yeah, I actually talked to him a little bit, uh, last week. I haven't talked to him much this week, but he's doing better. He's healing up slowly, but surely he's, uh, He's been playing a lot of video games and so he's uh he's in good spirits at least. And um I actually stopped by a couple of weeks ago and just to see how he was doing, but he was conked out on the couch. So what do you think he's healing up just so a okay? <sighs>
1: Well, it's good to hear he's following <laughs> doctor's orders and resting up. I saw him and his wife were out for a walk and he was wheeling around. So we haven't heard about his 2022 plans, but I hope that includes a big old comeback at the season opener next year. And, uh, speaking of, you know, practice tracks and whatnot, uh, we were in Fargo this year and that was the home track for Casey motorsports. So how much was Casey motorsports involved in the building of the track? Like, were you, did you guys contribute groomers or snow guns, or I guess, um, what was the involvement like there? Do you know?
2: Um, so yeah, our groomer actually went down there probably like, I don't know, a month or so before and yeah, they used that quite a bit. And then over in fertile there at Christian brothers, they, uh, they actually lended them their snow guns for uh, the same, uh, probably about a month or two before the race. So it was all a bunch of Casey Moore sports and Christian brothers racing. They did a lot of, a lot of effort into it to make it happen and keep it rolling. So
1: good deal. It was an awesome track and one of the, uh, one of the fan viewer favorites for sure this year, one of the bigger courses. So hope to be back next year. Cause, cause that was exciting. Now, uh, I want to shift gears and talk a little bit about Eagle river. Let's start with you. Evan Dow. What is your history with Eagle river? Have you raced snow cross there? Or if not, what have you heard?
0: I raced there when I was on junior sleds. So that was a long time ago, probably eight or so years ago. And, uh, I don't when when we were in the middle of the, the ice track. I just remember it being wicked cold. So every single time, like the wind was blowing and I was bundling up everything I had. So I'm excited to go back and for it to be warm will be awesome. I think that'll solve every problem I ever had with Eagle River. So, no, I'm super excited to be able to go there. I've been watching, they have that live uh, track. camera on the track and just watching how much effort and how much snow they're making there. And I'm, I'm honestly looking forward to it being an awesome track and an awesome venue for fans, hopefully tons of fans show up. And I I think it should be a great couple of weekends.
1: Yeah, it seems like it's the, the perfect fit because while ISOC hasn't been there, it's the snowmobile capital of the world and they have so much indoor seating if weather doesn't cooperate, but it's supposed to. Um, and with Isobel season being done and us just building the track over it, um, I would bet that this is a pleasant surprise for all of their regular fans for Isobel who are going to come out and enjoy some snowmobile racing. So that's exciting for sure. And uh, Evan Christian, you have a history with uh, the world championship as well. Um, One of your favorite career wins came from that place. I believe 2012, your mom was saying. So tell us more about that.
2: Yeah, uh, back in, yeah, it was 2012. I actually have the trophy right here. I brought it down just in case. So yes, (laughs) uh, maybe I can get it. And the newspaper article from uh, uh, our local newspaper, they did a whole article on it. So, but yeah, it was uh, 2012 and I on the 120 champ. And yeah, it was just like Evan said, it was just brutally cold. I remember wearing like Logan Christian's pit coat as I'm a ten <laughs> year old little kid sitting on the one twenty and yeah, going out in the middle of the ice track and yeah, ended up winning it. I think I started I remember I was fourth pick and I think I started like towards the back and ended up coming through. So it was a good race and it was I mean, I still remember it to this day. So it must have been pretty important.
1: that's so cool your mom was said she sent me pictures of there's a picture of you and your your sister um it like your I think it must have been your high school graduation you had the trophy on display you got an awesome jacket from it um what's the what's the energy like at the world championship can you put that into words for listeners who maybe haven't been there before
2: oh it's you can't beat it there's nothing like it and it's it's always you know everybody It's just, they're awesome. They're just so happy to like watch some snowmobiles go around the track. And like, it's just you, it's like immaculate. You can't beat it. There's nothing, there's nothing better than, you know, you're in the snowmobile capital world. You it's there, it's going to be one of the best fans and you know, it's, they just want to see good old snowmobile racing and smell the race gas. So it's it's always good. It's fun. The energy is very light and it's, it just gets you excited before you even touch the snow. So it's, it's good.
1: And now with, with these final two weekends remaining, and maybe this changes from weekend to weekend here with the final two rounds, but let me ask you this, um, Evan Christian, you know, you're currently holding on to that points lead. Um, what are you, what are you most focused on heading into Re- Eagle river? Um, understand you haven't seen the the full race course yet. Um, but is there one thing in particular that you're going in with an intention this weekend?
2: Um, honestly, I'm just, my intention is just not to let up, like just keep pushing just as hard as I've been doing all year and, Um, I just, you know, have fun, whatever happens, happens, but never give up and go for that win. Like you don't ride over your head and mess up and like lose, lose a point or lose something. But, you know, just push forward and do everything you can, no matter what happens. If you, if you have the opportunity to win, shoot for it, but if you're going to make a dumb mistake, don't, don't do it. So kind of just push forward and just stay consistent.
1: Mm -hmm. Well said. Well, we're we're going to shift gears once again. Yesterday we did a fan Q and a request on the Snowcross Instagram page and the fans delivered with some pretty good ones here. Sure. And some of them aren't specific to either of you. So we'll just open up the, open up the floor here. Um, but we'll start out with, um, and you guys have already answered this one. First question is, will this be your first time at the Derby track? Uh, answer is no. Um, to the next one here, how, and (laughs) with that, with their two being, being two Evans on the team, when someone says, Evan, do you look both ways? And with that being said, how does the team work with that problem? Nicknames? (laughs) Oh,
0: uh, like, so right away, we, we kind of like set out to, to solve that problem. Uh, I don't know, if Evan, do you, if you want to share all your nicknames. Evan has quite a few more nicknames than I ended up getting. <laughs> Please
2: do. Because you're better than I
0: am. Well, I don't know how it came up, but we were eating dinner at one point, and somehow and he ended up being white chocolate for a little while. And then, uh, <laughs> yeah, that I think is my favorite one. I use that more than anything. And then, uh, what? where were Oh, Oh, we were playing uh, PlayStation, and all of a sudden, Joel, our truck driver, just starts busting out laughing. No, none of us had any idea what the heck he was laughing at. So Evan's uh, name on his for his account on PlayStation is Snowboy, spelled with an I. I don't know how long ago you <laughs> made that account. So he's been, I think, Snowboy to most of the team, right, Evan?
2: Yeah, I think yeah, most of the people, the only person that we've got got to catch on to uh, white chocolate is Steve Shearing. So
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was pretty good. Oh and my then, gosh. I don't know. I had uh I had kind of a a smashy weekend, I guess, at ERX. So I was bam bam for a little while. Mm-hmm. But uh then uh, I don't know. It's it's funny, like the, the longer we go through the season, we almost when somebody says, Evan, we almost know who they're talking about
1: just by the way they say it a lot of times.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Good stuff. Well, uh, well, here's another one, um, for both of you. Um, what is your favorite workout mm.
0: for me? I'd say dirt biking, <laughs> dirt biking is my favorite way to train
1: <laughs> mostly moto or cross country. I understood you did some, um, border um, battle races this summer.
0: Holy, that's a whole different kind of dirt bike racing. Oh my gosh. That, that will test your focus and uh, your ability to ride a dirt bike for a long time without hitting a tree. But Mm -hmm. it was super, definitely super fun. It,
1: it tests your vocabulary and and knowledge of curse words. just, when you think you've said them all, you go run a hair scramble and you'll be surprised what comes out of your mouth. Those things, (laughs) those things are, they're a whole different animal. (laughs) What about you,
2: 333? Oh man, I'd I'd honestly say just a your regular bike ride. I love, I don't know why, but I really like riding bikes. They're just okay. Fun. just out and about and good, you know, 10, 15 miler and I don't know, just something to do. It's something different than running. It's a lot more fun than running for me.
1: Definitely.
0: You I thought you said you <clears throat> did you go for like three hour bike rides for training?
2: Yep. Yep. John makes me do three to oh. two to three hours mainly. And sometimes a four hour if, uh, depends on how the weekend goes. So <laughs>
1: <laughs> now is, is John that, is that your trainer or who is?
2: Yep. That's my trainer, John, uh, Westling from, uh, out in California. He trains Logie and, and Logie, uh, like Jake, J- Dirk and a bunch of, a few other guys, I think. But yeah, so yeah, he's just, we actually just started, uh, last summer. So like it's been a year now and it's, been really good and can't complain. I, otherwise I was training at just kind of on my own or Sanford power in Fargo. And it's, you know, it's been a big improvement and I'm, I will, I like it a lot. So I'm definitely gonna just keep on keeping on with them. So
1: good deal. That's awesome. When you say biking, I assume you're talking, uh, on the road or do you mountain bike as well,
2: uh, road and mountain bike. Yep. Kind of a mix of both depends on, depends on how I'm feeling. So, <laughs>
1: Nice. Well, only two to four hours. That's a, that's no joke. <laughs> well, who, um, who is your favorite pro rider? We'll start with you, Evan Christian.
2: I'm going to have to go with, uh, Logan Christian. I'm just a little biased, but yeah, I'm, he's definitely my favorite no matter what.
1: <laughs> yeah. You guys, I would have to assume he had a big part in, in teaching you how to ride and just your, you know, your upbringing in the sport.
2: Yeah. We, uh, ever since I was probably like I don't know, I must have been like five or six that so we'd always go to fertile. And yeah, he would, uh, no matter what, even if I was on a, like a transition sled or something that was like way slower than him on a like an open mo- open pro mod. And like he would, if I would pull off, he would come off behind me and tell me to get back out there and uh, he would have to pass me and he would want me to hit him right in the next corner. So we, uh, we do a lot of battling and yeah, I can't thank him enough for pushing me and, you know, making making me bump and hit him all the time.
1: <laughs> That's sick. What a, what a role model. What about you doubt?
0: Uh, I'd have to say Kyle, Kyle Flynn. He's like, I don't, he is like always as for as long as I've been on team, I was on team LaValle. He was always a huge, a huge role model for me. And he taught me so much and we'd always go out there and bang bars. And, and we have a lot of stories about smashing into each other too. I have a couple bent tunnels from him. And I'm sure he's got a couple from me, but yeah, just, just how much he's taught me and, and the friendship that we've made, um, going through racing. Uh, I, I really enjoy riding with Kyle and I love to see him up there on the, on the box when he's racing.
1: Some of your guys' hobbies in the off season, you know, you've talked about um, biking and moto, um, which is your training, but also a hobby, but what are some of the others? Um,
0: uh, during, you know. uh, uh, I don't know. Last, last summer I started work at my dad builds custom cabinets. So I spent a lot of time in the wood shop. So I don't know. I kind of got into it just being, uh being kind of crafty and, and seeing what I could make out of wood. And I ended up making, I made a one of those balance boards and I made a dresser for my wife. And I don't know. I just, I really enjoy kind of the artsy part of that and, and seeing what I can make. So that I enjoy doing that a lot during the summer
1: very cool what about you Evan Christian
2: uh you know other than when I'm not racing and training and doing that stuff I'm like I'm either at our lake cabin um like surfing doing that stuff going for razor rides um just doing that or I'm during the week I'm always working helping my dad out with our uh, car dealership so we are uh I'm always super busy with him. And it's always, it's honestly, it's so much fun. I love to help him and work and whatnot. So it makes it, makes riding in the weekend so much more worth it. Cause you're like, oh, free time, you know, you can actually, I can go do what I want. So it's, but it's a blast, you know, so, so yeah, super busy when I'm not, I'm always busy. It feels like, but it's good.
1: Good deal. Now this next question actually comes from the Snowbike cowboy. And I assume this is directed at you, Evan doubt, but I, I could be wrong. Correct me yeah. if I'm wrong. He says, when did you start your snow bike career? And when will your first race be?
0: <laughs> he actually told me about this question when we were all practicing this week on <laughs> well, my, my snow bike career started, uh, probably three years ago. I, when I rode my first snow bike and I haven't gotten any better since so. Until they make a triple amateur, whatever's lower than amateur class, (laughs) that's when it will continue because I have a hard time even leaving the ground on a snow bike.
1: (laughs) (laughs) It's hard. It's so different. It's not, it's not a motocross bike. It's not a snowmobile. It's this, it's this weird gray area.
0: (laughs) Yeah. No, I don't know if it's for me.
1: (laughs) (laughs) What about you, Christian? Have you, have you saddled up on a snow bike?
2: Um, I've rode a few just around, not on a, uh, not on a track though, but um, maybe we'll see. Well, uh, Jesse, I'll be coming for you maybe in a couple of years. If uh, the- <laughs> those don't work out, I'll see what I can do on some snow bikes. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you heard it here first, ladies and gentlemen. Now, the next question is what got you into racing? Um, Evan Christian, we talked about how, you know, this, Obviously the sports in your family's blood, the Christian name is just synonymous with the sport, but where did it, do you remember back to like your first time on a snowmobile? Where did it all begin?
2: Um, So actually, so it got our whole family into it was uh, my dad's dad. um, So it would be me and Logie's grandpa uh, sponsored this guy who ended up doing the I-500 and he won it. So after that, it kind of went to Dwight Christian and he, Dwight and Stewie and Todd all started racing and then it moved on. And then my dad grew up and he started racing. And then when I turned four, he's like, Here you he go. Let's see what you can do on a little I think it was a zr R one twenty. And after that it just kinda took off. So just yeah, runs in the blood, I guess.
1: Very cool. Roots dating back to the I five hundred years ago. That's a, that's awesome. What about you, Evan Doubt?
0: Uh well my dad bought me and my twin brother uh, Polaris 120 when I when we were about four, and I think we shared that for about half the the winter before my dad decided he needed to buy needed to buy another one, and then we were racing each other on 120s just before snowcross or anything all the time. You know how competitive we were as brothers, but then uh, we moved up to we moved to Longville, which of course is where Levi lives. And uh, just with, with Levi racing snowcross and growing up and my dad being so, so big into snowmobiles, it was, it was something I wanted to do growing up all, all my childhood. And uh, when I was 13, I finally talked to my dad into getting a race sled. And that's, that's when we started racing in the junior classes.
1: <clears throat> gotcha. Good deal. So you've been on Polaris your whole life then?
0: Yep. That's it for all the way
1: <laughs> brand loyal. Gotta love yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> now this question for, for both of you is how disappointed do you get when you're in a crash in a race and you lose the top spots you're in the lead and you lose it by, by means of crashing. Um, and I'm going to add on to that. And you know, that's obviously very frustrating, but, um, I guess I want to position that as like, how do you handle that kind of stress on track in order to recenter yourself? Evan, do you want to go first? You can go first. I got to think. About <laughs> uh, okay. Ah, uh,
0: it, it. Oh my gosh, that is a brutal feeling when you're when you're leading or when you're up towards the front or whatever. A lot of it depends on on how it happens, I guess. Like if it's a just a stupid mistake and you end up crashing all by yourself, that that'll really eat at you. Like that that sucks. It's hard to go back to the trailer and deal with that and go back to the team and be like. Yeah, we could have had a podium but I overshot this jump. or did made a stupid mistake. But uh I mean if it's a if it's a sledge failure, I mean it sucks no matter what, but it's just I don't know. It, it's really hard when it when it was should never have happened, you know what I mean? So that that's when it's the hardest for me anyway. Definitely. Yeah. I
2: honestly, I like, for me, it's like, if that stuff happens, you know, you just kind of, you can't really, I mean, you you like to say you can't get down on yourself, even though you know you do. And you just, you can't let it bother you kind of have to have a short term memory and forget about it. And, you know, go back to the trailer reset. And, you know, if it's on Friday, you get, you reset and you don't, you forget about it. You don't think about it the next day and you just go out there and, you know, you live like that never happened. And then, but yeah, like Evan said, it's the most frustrating and just you just it's just a gut wrenching feel. Like just you're like, oh you know, it was that close, but it's just yeah, it's just not not something you ever want to feel and it's never any fun for the entire team to go back and you know, you the sled's all banged up and you're banged up when you could be, you know, in perfect position in first place with no issues. So it's just, yeah, it's just one of those feelings that it's just, ugh, you can't really explain. You just think about it and just guts r- makes you gut wrench. So
1: no doubt about it. It's one of those points, you know, in all part of racing, but it's where that, that mental side really, you know, meets the physical too, where your, your body's banged up. You got to go out there and perform, but also like whew, mentally, I, I can't imagine what that must be like. Now, uh, the, the next question we have is in to, to our viewers listening, if you submit a question and we haven't asked it, um, it's probably been answered earlier in the episode. So I might be gracing over a few of them here. But uh, here's a question from Blaine Stevenson, who's a four-time uh, World Championship Snowmobile Derby winner. He says, how has the change from a family-based and run team changed? Um, and sorry, this is worded kind of funny. Let me rephrase that. Um, you know, how has the change gone from like a family based team to an expanded team in recent years?
2: Um, I'm just, uh, it's been good. I think uh, as we've been, you know, expanding, we've all been like adapting more and more to it. And it's actually, I think it's been better because of, you know, it's changed. It's not, it's not your family. You don't go home on the weekend or go home on the week and see them there. So it's kind of like, take a breather you know you get to if they're say they're making you mad you get to step away from them for a day kind of deal and it's like the next weekend comes and you're ready to go again so it's been good and uh you know we it's been very solid and very you know we just it's been awesome no matter what happens it's always been uh it's been really good uplifting and just easy going i would say
1: Good deal. Well, it's, it's awesome to see the the family team continue to grow and, and find success, especially in 2020 when there's no shortage of adversity. So things going well and happy to see it. Now, our, our last question here for both of you to close out the podcast of what have been your favorite tracks this year? We'll start with you, Christian.
2: Uh, I think my favorite um Gosh, I think I would have to say Fargo. I know it's my home race, but I really like that track. It had a lot of uh, separation um, on Friday night and Saturday, but it was very, uh, you know, like one line, you could hit one line just as fast as you hit the other one, but it would still be, you know, a half second slower lap, but I'd, uh, I definitely have to say Fargo. And it's, it just that triple or that quad in the middle there by that back building on the opposite side of the finish line, like, that was such a separator of guys that like in the sport class, if you were to hit that, it was like huge time saver. And you would, uh, at least pass one to two guys that lap. So I'd, I'd like to say Fargo.
1: Good deal. They did an incredible job with the track. It put on great racing, like you said. And can you believe how many people came out on both Friday and Saturday night amidst like negative 30 degree temps? That was amazing to me. Yeah. Good, good times. What about you doubt? Uh, is Fargo up there? Considering that's where you had your win.
0: Yeah, I was gonna say I'm a little biased towards Fargo because that is where I got my win, and it's the team's home race. So there were a lot of people like walking through the semi, and obviously all p- most people that Evan and his family knew. But it was just super cool to see everybody out there, and and yeah, it, I, those fans are like nuts. But I, you gotta love them. Like it is that is the true like snowmobile enthusiasts right there if you're willing to come out and negative i don't know what it was like negative 25 degree with wind chill and everything that is crazy but it was so cool to see those fans and then i don't know i i really liked uh erx uh two weeks ago on friday they i thought they did an awesome job with the track and it was super racy like all those whoops through the back section and how they developed and with this step on step offs and triples and I love that stuff. Like Evan was saying, the stuff that separates guys and where not everybody's like super comfortable hitting the bigger jumps. So that that is awesome because it really sets guys apart. So, yeah, I'd say definitely Fargo and then a couple of the tracks that we've had at ERX are awesome.
1: Hope you enjoyed that chat with the Evans. Evan Down, Evan Christian for KC Motorsports Polaris. Always a treat. If you like what you heard, go on over to Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Be sure to subscribe. You can also find our video episodes on YouTube, as well as on our Facebook page. That's at Snowcross. And if you haven't already, be sure to check out snowcross.com, where you can find all of our episodes here on the Snowcross podcast presented by Amsoil. I'm your host, Haley Shanley. Thank you so much for tuning in. See you next time.
0: You are listening to the Snowcross Podcast presented by Amsoil.